The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about Boots Hearing Care. They have revealed in a groundbreaking survey today the most annoying sounds on planet Earth. Are you wondering what they are? Well, we're going to count them down from five to one. Here, coming in at number five. Yes, that's right. A baby crying. The fifth most annoying sound on the planet. Number four. Yes, the snore at number four. I suspect that's more to do with people's marital problems than anything else. Anyway, number three. Yes, <laughs> drilling or construction sounds. The third most annoying sound on the planet. What about number two? Jesus, car alarm. That's a fairly severe car alarm, I'll give it to you. That is annoying. Car alarm's number two. What is the most annoying sound on planet Earth, you ask? Here it is. Yes, the classic nails on a chalkboard. I hope we still have some listeners. If we do, don't worry. They've also revealed the most soothing sound on the planet. And I'm going to tell you what that is. And I'll play a little bit to calm your nerves in a couple of moments time. But first, Brendan Kelly is with me, Professor of Psychiatry at Trinity College. Uh, Brendan, good to talk to you as always. Why do some sounds annoy so many people? Well, Karen, there's a bunch of reasons why sounds annoy us. And I'm very amused that you deliberately played the five most annoying sounds in the world <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm I not sure about the production wisdom of that, but anyway. <laughs> but it's interesting you did, because some of it is about persistence. And we can tolerate some of those sounds a little bit, provided they don't go on and on and on and on. So the baby crying, that invokes a response, a very positive response in some people. But of course, if it continues on, it becomes very annoying. So the duration and repetitiveness matter a great deal. And also the pitch and the tone matter, but also we interpret sounds. Like one of the other sounds on their lists are chewing and mouth sounds, which mm. apparently are among the most annoying when they are repetitive rather than continuous. And there's been some really interesting research about this. And these sounds that annoy us, Kieran, they don't just tickle the auditory, the listening part of our brain, but they but they're they they light up other parts of our brain. So for example, when we hear the snoring sound, we hear it, but it connects also to the bit of our brain that makes us snore. Okay. We don't we don't actually snore. It doesn't stimulate that bit of our brain so much uh, enough, but it does stimulate it a little bit. So it kind of evokes a memory of ourselves snoring. And that seems to be what annoys I, us. I wonder, Brendan, as well, to what extent do people vote based on, on kind of cultural memory? How, how often in our lives do we hear somebody dragging their fingernails across a blackboard? I, I don't know if I ever heard it in real life, but it's, it's kind of a thing. It's a it's an accepted thing that that's an annoying sound. Oh, Kieran, I think I've lost you there. Oh, Brendan, are you um, back with us? Brendan, uh, in terms of soothing sounds, um, to like, is it the sound itself that we find soothing, or the the image it it conjures up, or a memory it might conjure up that we find soothing? What is it about the sound that is soothing? Well, certain soft, repetitive sounds are soothing, but this is partly hardwired because we don't always have memories of these sounds, um, but it's also partly personal, to do with personal memories. But soft, repetitive sounds do 
soothe us. And this might be partly evolutionary, but it's also to do with our personal memories of similar sounds. And do they affect our mood? By, by listening to a soothing sound, are we actually soothed and does it change our behaviour? Yes, it absolutely changes our behaviour. So what we see, what we uh, hear, what we smell, what we taste, it affects our behaviour, it affects our biology, it affects our mood, mainly acting through the hormone cortisol, which is to do with how stressed and hyped up we are. All of these, if we manage these things correctly, they reduce our cortisol, they reduce our level of stress, our level of alertness and vigilance. So we can manage these things by knowing the soothing sounds and also knowing when a sound is annoying us and being aware of it can also help. Uh, Linda from Meath says, I absolutely cannot abide loud eating and munching, especially from the radio when the presenter is doing a food segment and their munches are suddenly the loudest thing in the room, worse than nails on a chalkboard. Linda, you are what you eat with Ashley Larkin every Friday at 5.30 here on The Hard Shoulder. So I hope yeah, you are tuned in for that. Uh, Brendan Kelly, Professor of Psycholo- Psychiatry in Trinity College. Brendan, thanks a million uh, for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.